You're listening to the Traffic and Conversion Show. I'm your host, Michelle Fernandez, and this is episode 14. Today's episode is one you are going to want to listen to. It's all about how to stay recession strong, so stay tuned. Welcome to the Traffic and Conversion Show, where it's all about helping online entrepreneurs amplify their content, build their influence, and convert their leads into sales to grow a profitable business and life they absolutely love. Now, let's get this party started. Welcome back to the show. How are you feeling? Staying healthy, I hope, during this health crisis. I'm still getting over this flu, and it seems to be taking forever and a day for my body to kick it out. However, things could be worse, so I am very grateful for each and every new day. And today, I want to dive into a topic of a possible recession, sharing what I learned from the last recession, what my coach is advising, and what you can be doing right now with your marketing efforts to stay in the game without busting your budget. Now, tell me if you can relate to this. It's 2007. Business is booming. Your value of your home has probably more than doubled. And you're truly living your best life. Like you're going out to dinner, you're traveling, disposable income is actually a thing. And then 2008 comes and it's like, like the brakes get slammed, right? It's like you're not only not able to do fun stuff like go out and shop or go out to dinner with your friends, but paying your utilities and your mortgage is a struggle all while the value of your home is less than the balance of your mortgage. That was just the tip of the iceberg for me in 2008. I learned so many lessons. I was in the mortgage industry working as an account executive for the wholesale lending side for a very large bank, probably one that you drive by on every corner in your neighborhood, right? And kicking ass, I might add. I was doing very, very well. And then I got laid off. Then I got hired pretty quickly at another large wholesale lender and got laid off like eight months later right? Mind you, I was 37 year old. I had nine year old twins, 20 years into my career, mortgages were my zone of genius. It was the only like skill, the one skill that I had at the time. And I couldn't find a job doing something else because at that point, no one was hiring and definitely not hiring in the mortgage business, right? They were just laying off people, shutting down whole banks, divisions, companies. I was very lucky that my mom had a spot for me back in her mortgage shop. So I went back in there and she, you know, she had this spot for me that I was able to work. However, times were still tough. Like it was no joke. People couldn't afford to buy homes because they had no jobs. People couldn't refinance because they owed more than the value of the property or they had no jobs, right? And builders weren't building. We went through all of our savings and it took us forever and a day to come out of it on the other end. And I'm talking years. And although this is one of the toughest times in my life, I am forever grateful that I went through it because I learned a couple of things that has now put me in a position to never allow me to be in that same situation again. The first one is to always be a learner, like sharpen your your skills and learn some new ones. It is so important to stay in the know. I remember last year I was at a mastermind retreat and we were talking about our focus for 2020. And I said, traffic and conversions, hence the name of the show, right? 
I'm, and I was like, okay, I'm going to go to this event and that event. I'm going to enroll in these specific programs. And one of the other women in the group, like she turned to me and she's like, but Michelle, you already know this stuff. Like, why would you buy another program or spend the money and the time to go to an event? And I simply replied, because I have to be cutting edge and stay at the top of my game. Like digital marketing changes so fast. And it's so important for me to know what's working right now so I can better help my clients. Now, with this being said, you don't want to stay stuck in this learning mode. You want to get out and actually use it, which is something that it, I was stuck in there for a while because I needed to learn certain skills to switch careers. However, once I'm in it, I'm constantly learning new things, but at the same time taking action and applying what I'm learning, which is so important. Now, the second thing lesson that I learned was to always have at least one additional stream of income. Now, growing up, I was taught that you go to college, get a degree, and not only stay in the same line of work, but stay at the same company. And at that time, any additional streams of income for me that I knew of were like, okay, investing in the stock market or investing in real estate and becoming a landlord, right? And that at the time was not something that was necessarily obtainable for me. I had absolutely no clue that I could take the skills that I already have that someone else doesn't and turn that into an income stream, which leads me to my third lesson, and that is to hire a coach to see your blind spots and open up possibilities for you. And I know your first thought is, but Michelle, like we're entering a recession. I need to cut back my costs. My business could be taking a loss or it could be like threatening to close. And how do I know you're saying this? <laughs> because I would have said the exact same thing. And I will say that investing in yourself and seeing and being able to see your return on your investment when you hire a coach all comes down to you. What actions you are going to do to make things happen. Never ever think that it's the responsibility of your coach to make things happen for you or to think that your coach is going to do things for you right? It's your business, your life. You got to step up and make something crazy cool with it with their guidance, right? And I remember I was so desperate for change. And once I figured out all this cool stuff, I was like, oh my gosh, I literally was out of the, an event and I'm like, I'm signing up for coaching, right? And after I paid that $500 deposit, I left with 53 cents in my bank account. And I still had to fly home from the event. Like I had to eat, pay for my luggage to get back on the plane. Like I didn't know how I was going to do all this. And I've been super lucky with my choice of coaches. Wait, okay. So let me reframe that, that I say I pick some super smart rock star coaches to mentor me and I'm forever grateful for their leadership and guidance. Now, my current coach, Stacey Tushel, is always strategizing and thinking of new ways to separate herself from the competition. She owns a brick and mortar business as well as online business, and she did experience the recession in 2008 with her brick and mortar business. And what's really cool is she continued to grow and become profitable not only through the recession, but thereafter. And she recently shared a few things that she recommends doing right now to be proactive and move your business forward, even during these times. And I'd love to share them with you. 
The first one is to cut expenses you're currently not using. So what tools, what memberships, what other expenses are you literally not using, but you're saying, oh, that only costs 10 to 20 bucks a month. Like, <laughs> you know, like you're just paying them because they're so small, but yet together they're costing you hundreds of dollars each month, right? The second one is to keep revenue generating expenses. Don't cut things that are helping with the revenue. This could include your team, advertising, time with your client. It could also include tools that may be costly, right? You're thinking, oh my gosh, I am spending $100 on this tool that's, help, you know, that's helping me, but this other tool is only $50, right? But what happens is when you cut those prices in half, a lot of times the value gets cut as well. So you need to be super evaluative when you're looking at these two things on like, how can you cut expenses you're not using and how can you keep revenue generating expenses? Because whatever you are not getting a return from are the things that you want to get rid of, right? And when we're talking about cutting your team, that's a lot of what companies do. The first thing they do is like, okay, we got to cut staff. That's our biggest line item, right? However, those people could be generating revenue for you. They could be your fulfillment center. They could be your customer service. They can be helping you actually generate revenue. So why would you let them go, right? Don't downgrade the things in your business that are going to make you money. And the third thing is lean into what's working. Double down on what's bringing in revenue. Stay focused on what's working, although you need to stay creative, thinking outside the box. Like, what are you currently doing that maybe you could do the same thing, but shift it a little bit, tweak it a little bit, that you're still generating revenue without reinventing the whole wheel, right? So you just need to stay focused and not get distracted. So let's talk a little bit about being proactive and moving your business forward, even during these times from a marketing standpoint, specifically on social media. Now, I, in the past, I would say maybe two, three days, I've had a few of my clients ask like, should I set down all my ads? Should I cancel my challenges or webinars? And my answer is heck no, because that's what most people are going to be doing. And you are not most people. Those people are allowing fear to make the decisions in their business, right? My favorite tip Stacy gave was keep revenue generating activities going. Marketing is a revenue generating activity. In order for you to survive in business or your business to survive, you need a steady flow of leads and sales in your business. Marketing allows you to do that. In order to sell, you must be seen, right? Nine times out of 10, when ads are done right, you will see a return on your ad spend, whether it be, you know, $2 for every $1 spent or four to one or 236 to one, right? You just cannot turn off that faucet. You need to keep those leads coming in. Now, I'm not saying to go crazy and spend all kinds of money in paid advertising that you've never paid before. I'm saying let's be strategic and let's use our marketing efforts and marketing dollars smarter. So let's talk content. What content can you provide that is of extreme value for your audience? Like what's going to help them through this time? 
What's going to help them think outside the box to drive more revenue, to get more customers? What's going to help them ease their mind and motivate them to push forward? Now let's talk marketing that amazing, helpful content that you just created. What if you just ran a simple video view campaign and you were spending $5 a day to get that message out to thousands? You're building your audience. People are like, this chick was around when everyone else disappeared. Talk about building exposure and talk about building people's trust, right? Like, would you not want to do this all because you wanted to save $5 a day, right? Now, one of my clients had scheduled to do a few live webinars coming up in the next couple of weeks. And she's called me and she's like, should I cancel? Should I do it anyway and just not pitch my offer? And as much as I admire her for her selflessness and wanting to, number one, give people something to do while, while they're quarantined, and two, really help people during these difficult times, I told her, if you don't pitch your offer to, to these people who are showing up, then you are doing a disservice by not offering it because you're, you're like making the decision for them, right? If you're not giving someone the opportunity to take advantage of your offer, to get ahead or to recover from these terrible times, to take a hot minute and be able to slow down in order to learn this new skill to then speed up when things come back around, that's just not fair to them. So I would definitely continue to move forward with your ad campaigns, stay diligent in tracking your metrics, and be the one people see thriving during these tough times. Be their cheerleader, be their leader. And there will be times when you're going to say to yourself, this is hard. Like it would be so much easier if I just gave up. But whatever you do, do not give up. I'm not giving up and neither are you because you are not a quitter. I cannot tell you how grateful that I am that you hung out with me here today. You are totes amazing balls. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you haven't already subscribed, please do. And when you're there, leave me an honest review. And until next time, happy marketing. There's never been a more crowded market in the online world. And every day you are constantly fighting the masses for attention of your ideal client. And we all know that in order to have a successful business is by keeping a steady flow of new leads and sales. And in order to get that, you need a steady flow of new followers to be able to build new relationships and make connections. Getting a steady flow of new followers in such a crowded market is easier than you think. I've created a simple strategy that will help you cut through the noise and connect with your ideal clients quickly and effectively so they will want to work with you. It's all about connecting and converting new leads in 45 seconds and turning those eternal scrollers into paying clients in just 45 seconds. Whether you're still growing organically or ready to pour some money into paid advertising, this simple strategy will bring in new leads who are warmed up and ready to hand over their cash. If you're tired of wasting time and money on trying to stand out, then you're going to want to grab my guide at themichellefernandez.com forward slash four five to help you stand out from the crowd so you can scale with ease. wait before you go you know there has got to be a better way to get more sales and be more profitable one that is predictable and scalable 
but it's hard to know where to turn when you feel like you've tried it all and are not even sure you trust your own judgment anymore. Well, as always, I got you. I made 100% free video training that covers it all, including why rinse and repeating is causing you to go broke, more leads is not the only way to scale, and the one thing that's preventing your leads from converting into a sale. Let's get off the leads and roller coaster once and for all. Sign up and save your seat for my free live training and start taking control of your business growth today. Go to themichellefernandez.com forward slash training and save your seat now and I will see you live inside the training.